Welcome to the Betterish Podcast. I'm Angie. And I'm Malin. We can't guarantee this podcast will improve your life, but we hope it will at least make you laugh and think about being better-ish. Good morning, Angie. How are you? I'm great this morning, Malin. How are you? I'm so good, minus that I just went downstairs to open up all the windows, and guess what I saw in my backyard? Oh, no, what? A possum, like a giant oh, one. Ew. Angie, I've never seen them in the daytime here. It was like the size of a large dog. That's huge. Ew. <laughs> I know. I'll send you a video of it later. I recorded a video and I was like, I'm going to post this online. But then I was like, no, people will judge me. Like, my, that's gross. My daughter loves possums because in school, ew. they learned about how they're the only like North American marsupial, like they have a pouch. And she, in school, they glorified possums. So she came home and was like, possums are the best. And I was like, no, they're gross. And look at pictures. She's like, no. And she now she like starkly defends possums. So oh like, my goodness. I will school. text you this video. I have a one minute video. This possum pattering, is that a word? Pattering around my backyard. Oh, okay. I'll send it to you. Anyway, other than that, it's a great day. And you're on spring break. Well, your kids are on spring break, right? Yeah, we're on spring break. The kids That's are- early. Is that feeling well, early? Is Texas early? I think it is. I don't know why, but every year I'm like, wait, that's really early. And I don't know why I never think about it, but they just um, extended spring break, not for elementary school right now, but they might, but for like universities and stuff because of coronavirus. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy, but yeah, I mean, I don't do very well with um, school holidays such as spring break and long weekends and summer. <laughs> yeah. But... Every year that the kids are older, I'm like, wait, this gets easier. This is easier. And we had a perfect, like, we've had a perfect week so far. Oh, so I'm like, this, I told Mike last night, like, this gives me hope that I can do summer. And then I was like, oh, wait, it's only been like three days. Can I do three (laughs) months? Like, it'll be fine. I'll be fine. Anyway, yeah. So we're on spring break. What are you guys up to? Oh, we're not on spring break. So we're just on the usual schoolwork kick. My son had to bring in a leprechaun trap and... I am not a super involved, I shouldn't say I'm not an involved parent. I'm not like a PTA mom. I don't like go, I don't go to the school often. Like I don't call. (laughs) I just let the, I trust the teachers to do their thing. The kids come home and I see, I help them with homework. Academic, I'm involved. But as far as like extracurricular stuff, I'm not super involved. But Mm -hmm. my kid had to make a leprechaun trap. All the kids did. And I was like, what the F is a leprechaun trap? Like, what do I do? And so (laughs) Pinterest to the rescue, I just went to Pinterest and typed in leprechaun traps Wow. A lot of you are really good at making leprechaun traps. <laughs> who knew? That's a thing. A th- who knew? That was a very common and popular search. But then then once <laughs> once I start in on something, I get really invested. And so I was like, I, I get a little bit overzealous. I, I saw know, the picture of it on there. Instagram. Yes. It looked amazing. <laughs> I took over. Let's just say I took over and I was really proud of it. And he like wanted to play with it. But when I was like, no, that is for preschool. I will throw it away if you play with it now. I didn't actually find it that way, but I was really proud of my leprechaun trap, but... You're funny. Anyway. We, we'll post a picture on... Uh, we need to post it on our Instagram stories because it was impeccable. I was like, holy cow, Angie. Like, what? Thank you. And then Thank I, you I so thought, much. like, wait, why? I was like, wait, why? Like, it's not like St. Patrick's Day for a while. And I just really, like, the days are just getting away from me. It gets soon. Yeah. It's on the 17th, traps. I think. Which, he also has school on the 17th. I don't know why they're doing it today. It was due today. Uh, who, who even knows how the public school system works i know well this is not a public school this is like oh. a private little preschool but <laughs> whatever 
Anyway, I don't know what else to say about that. There's a there's well, a funny there's a funny public school private school joke in there somewhere, but I don't know how to make it. That's okay. Just let me have let this can be a nice segue into our topic. Let me have my thing. I'm very proud of my leprechaun <laughs> trap, and don't come at me for loving my leprechaun <laughs> trap. Oh, Angie. Okay, yeah, like this. That's a perfect segue. I'm so sorry. Go ahead, Angie. Please introduce today's topic. Well, today we're talking about letting people have their thing and not mocking people for having their thing because that discourages people from doing the thing that makes them happy, right? Yeah, exactly. When Angie came to me with this idea, I immediately, it's funny because it's, lately I've been mocking, like I've seen a few people with bumper stickers supporting maybe certain people or ideas that I don't agree with. And then the person will do something stupid in their car and I see the bumper sticker and I'm like, oh, what fool? Like, of course that's what they do. And I'm like, how little of that is me, (laughs) is that of me? Like I, I have a thing on the back of my car that I have like, hashtag mom life on the back of my mom van and sometimes when I make stupid decisions in traffic I'm like I hope people don't judge me I was like that's a stupid mom but like it's just my thing like I'm, I'm a mom I drive this giant van like let me have my thing and I should let other people you know have their thing too yeah <laughs> right exactly yes I was inspired because my friend well you Malin actually posted a while ago about this about letting people have their thing on your Instagram stories and it was so good Mm -hmm. and then last week I think it was last week or two weeks ago my friend Julie talked about it and she was talking about it in terms of car stickers like if someone wants to have um, a bunch of car stickers or that you know the family stickers like let them have their thing don't and her whole thing was don't mock people like that was fun for them that was exciting for them let them have their thing like what does it hurt if it doesn't hurt you like shut your mouth about it and I that led me down this road of thinking like, yeah, it doesn't hurt me at all. And then I started thinking that's like the most basic form of like bullying. And when I thought back to high school and junior high, I feel like unless it was sports, if you had a thing, then that became your label and people mocked for that. You know what I mean? Like the Mm -hmm. kids who played whatever, like Pokemon at the tables, like everyone. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people got labeled and mocked for their thing, but how lucky were they to find a thing that they really liked? And the people who were doing the mocking, like me, honestly, I was so insecure that I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare have a thing because I didn't want people to mock me. And I only thought people would mock me because I was mocking, you know? Yeah. Like it's a, it's a reflection of ourselves, but now I'm an adult and it's all about that happiness. What makes me happy? And who cares what people say? But I think teaching our kids that so young can prevent so much heartache because I just feel like that was so much of the bullying and mocking. And of course this was like pre-smartphone, but, and now it's cyber. Oh, it's gotta be so worse, so much worse. Yeah. I know, but have your thing and don't mock people for their thing. And I'll tell my one last tangent about this. Not a tangent. Uh, I realized I do it. And I was at Disney World. And at Disney World, so many people, <clears throat> excuse me, so many people had them like matching family shirts, like so, so-and-so family dis- at Disney 2020, or some of them had really witty, funny things. And, and my husband made a comment about how the husbands don't look so happy to be wearing those shirts. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sure that wasn't their idea. And then I st- kind of started in on them too. And then I caught myself and was like, no, like at the price tag of Disney, these like it is a trip of a lifetime and part of the excitement and leading up to it was making these shirts for that family and that woman to think of something witty or man it could have been a husband but to think of something witty and get everyone's sizes and try them on and take the pictures that was part of the excitement that brought her joy who am i to mock her for that and make fun you know i felt really bad that i even started in on that and i'm catching myself because yeah i'm a recovering mean girl as it 
as it pertains <laughs> to mocking. I think it's important to acknowledge that, that I was, it stems from insecurity. Yeah, probably in mm-hmm. high school, because I was afraid to be mocked because other people mocked people with their things. So we just need to let people have their thing. It doesn't hurt me if they wear Disney shirts or have car stickers. Like, let people do what makes them happy and don't mock them for it. Catch yourself. I Fix that think- habit, like you said. Yeah, boom. That was great, Angie. I so agree. It's funny when you were talking about just like teaching our kids. I've, I had this moment a few years ago and I've never told anyone about it, but it's just like something that I always remind myself to let people have their thing. So when we were in college, I managed an apartment complex with a hundred girls. And these, I mean, some of these girls were super weird, Angie, but like, <laughs> they were into like weird, weird stuff. And I mean, I wasn't their mom. Who was I to like step in and be like, hey, that's not an okay thing to be into. But I remember one girl in particular who her whole side of her room was decorated in like anime posters and um, like that, like action figures and that kind of thing. And I always just remember thinking, remember thinking like that, like, I'm just like, that's really weird. Like I I thought back to like the high school kids, like the, the table of the kids that are dressed in costume. Like at lunch, and I'm just like, I I didn't get it. But then I had children, and my oldest really likes. I think it's pronounced manga art. Like I don't, I know that anime and manga are different. I don't come at me. I don't know all the terms of things. Okay, guys, (laughs) but she's really into this style, and it reminded me of that girl in college who I thought was weird. But like, my daughter's not weird. Like she's talented and she loves her thing, and I fully support that. Like, let her have her thing. And I've always felt bad judging that girl from the apartment complex because I'm like here I am with a child who's into that and like I was such a loser to even like roll my eyes at her you know anyway yeah I just feel like it's really important to teach our kids young and I try to teach that to my kids now like you doing what you want to do and liking what you like openly gives your peers permission to also have things that they like and but it's hard that peer pressure to like be cool and fit in and and what you said like I didn't have a thing I was too afraid to have a thing yeah we have to like I don't know how to always you know it's easier to say than to do for our children you know because they just think we're old moms who like don't know what we're talking about yeah it's and I think that's the world needs people who have their thing like the people yeah we don't need a bunch of people insecure pointing at other people who have things because ultimately we're too nervous to have our things because we think other people put, you know what I mean? What a miserable world to live in. The world needs people who are passionate about their things. And I don't like, I mean, I've used this, I used it in this podcast. I don't like the word, weird is such a negative connotation. I don't even want to call people weird. I want the, I want it to be passion. What's, you, what's your passion? I mean, that's what it is. Like your daughter's passionate about drawing and, you know, people are passionate mm-hmm. about whatever, their political candidate or, you know, whatever. <laughs> and we're going we're gonna to have another episode about about that, not poli- not political candidates, but about divisiveness and things that put space between us. But there's a kid song. It comes on my kid's preschool Pandora. <laughs> it's called It's Cool to Be You. But it talks about how it's cool to be different. It's cool to be you. Some people um, run really fast. Some wheel around in chairs. And that's great. And everybody has their thing. And then she said, the thing that makes us who we are is how we treat those who are different. I thought, wow. Aww. Yeah. It's not your thi- it's not your passion necessarily that makes you who you are, but it's largely how you treat other people who have their passions. And I thought, wow, that's very true. Like that is a very good test of characters, how you're treating people who are different than you. You know? Yeah, I like that. I there's that quote that you always see going around, like you can tell the true character of a person by how they treat like the wait staff at a restaurant or yeah. something. 
And honestly, like some, I've been to dinner with some people who are so rude and I'm just shocked. Like, how can you talk? Like, yes, there, there is someone whose job it is to bring you your dinner, but how dare you look down on them? Like they are a fool for accidentally forgetting to bring you ketchup. Like, come on. We're all people every, like, I don't know. People can be so mean and I don't, I, I posted on Instagram probably years ago and we were asking people like what they struggled with. And for me, that's not a struggle. I feel like I can look at situations and be kind to everybody. But this one girl commented and was like, I'm just mean. She's like, I can't help it. I know it's a bad thing about me, but my first reaction is always to just be mean to people. And I like, that doesn't, I don't understand that. That's, I just, it baffled me. But I guess there's a lot of people like that. Do you know I people like that? Is that I a think thing? it's a defense mechanism. Yeah, well, and what you said earlier, like, it stems from insecurity, right? Yeah, I think it stems from, like, yeah, your fear of being attacked, your fear of being judged, your fear, you know, your fear of being... I think anger is a secondary emotion, often masking, like, sadness or hurt or, you know what I mean, insecurity. Mm -hmm. Like, that person was probably once mocked for that or put down or whatever. So, yeah, when they... It's a... I can see that they should go to therapy. (laughs) There's a way to work through that, I promise. Right. That's interesting. I just, yeah, everyone should just be happy and have their thing. And we need to, I think, lead by example, too, for our children. Like, the, yeah. like I have this thing. I love going to gas stations. Like, I love gas stations. And we have really good ones here in Texas. And my kids now think that gas stations are cool. And I have to tell them, you guys, like, not everyone. Like, we don't tell people, like, my mom loves going to QT. Like, that's not really something that we, like, advertise. <laughs> But, like, it's my thing, and I'm happy to do it. But by me, like, just having my silly little things, I think my kids could be like, oh, look, at my mom's into that, and she doesn't feel insecure about it. Like, she's just yeah. happy to go, happy to do her thing. Um, and I I want my kids to, to be like that in front of their friends, too. I want them to feel confident. And so I think to do that, it's um, praising our kids for their uniqueness, like being like, that's cool that you're into that kind of drawing. Like you do a really good job with that. Or that's interesting that you're into that. Like, tell me more. I I think feeding into it and accepting it, like if they don't get it from their mom, they're not gonna like their, their mom's that first confidence thing. Yeah. Booster. But that's, it reminds me too. The other day I was telling Briley something, my oldest, she's 11. I was telling her about, Oh, something. Oh, how, like the insecurity thing. Like sometimes people are mean because they have other things going on in their life that we're not always aware of. And I tell her that often, but the other day she came to me and was like, mom, at school today, someone said that thing that you say, but I feel like it, what did, I don't remember her exact words, but it was just something like, I, I really understood it coming from someone else. And I think sometimes hearing it from mom all the time, though, like discounts it a little bit maybe because they're like, okay, you're my mom. You have to say that. But when she heard that from a friend, she was like, oh, wait, like my mom was right. Like, yeah. And I just, I really like that. Like sometimes the kids are going to brush off the things that we say. And when they hear it from a friend or a different adult that they respect, it could get the point across better. But yeah, yeah. And we, you know we what? said it first. I said it first. <laughs> On the flip side, on the flip side, that makes me think of like, as you talked about setting an example, if our kids hear us, like you said, mocking, making, saying someone's weird for anime or whatever, if you're, if Briley had heard you as a young four or five year old talking Mm -hmm. about that, 
then she would probably not be into it and she would probably yeah. not hide it and be proud to show you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. On the flip side, if our, if we are mockers, if we are that, if we have that habit, then your kids are probably going to not only develop it, but hide from you. Isn't mm-hmm. that sad to think of? Yeah. If my kid thinks I'm mocking people who are passionate about something. Oh, they're always doing this or, oh, look at them displaying that. Then they're going to, th- they're going to associate that don't spend a lot of time on that on what you know what I mean people are going to make fun of me if I get really into this and that's sad you're hindering your kid in being their best truest happiest self and I think along those lines is also discouraging your kids from you know what I mean don't I think parental expectations can be tricky but also Mm -hmm. if you have very specific obviously good behavior being kind what we're talking about are good expectations but as far as their personality and and hobbies and interests and passions and desires in life if they see us mocking or hear us talking about something that they've actually thought about they're not going to come to you Mm -hmm. right they're not going to come to you when they want to pursue it if they still love it so much they're going to go to someone else isn't that heartbreaking though yeah that that makes me sad and i when you were saying that it reminded me too of the you said this in one of our very first episodes we clap for our friends Yes. I remember you like talked about you told your daughter that and it, that comes up in my head, Angie, like once a week, something will happen and one of the kids will be upset or with, with each other or with a friend. And I'm just like, we clap for our friends. Like when our friends succeed, we, we clap for them and we are happy for them. And I think as moms, if we do that too, to our friends, like if, if so, I'm trying to think of something like, oh, you're really into dogs. I'm not super into dogs, but <laughs> if Angie gets a new dog, I can like tell my kids like, oh yeah, Angie adopted a new puppy. Like, isn't that great? Instead of like, oh my gosh, Angie has so many dogs. How does she, how does she even handle that? Because I literally can't even have one. Like, it's just showing your kids that you can be excited for your friends. We, even if our friends are into different things than we are, we clap for our friends. We'd be happy for them. We'd be excited for their interests. And exactly. My parents are not really into dogs. They had, I had a few dogs growing up, but now they're like, no, no dogs but I'm different. I have three dogs right now, but imagine, yeah. And Melin, you're not into dogs. You're nice to me about my dogs, but like maybe one of your kids will be. And if they hear you saying, ew, dogs are so bad. People, mm-hmm. do- dog people are, insert thing here. Mm-hmm. Maybe your kids lo- will love dogs and have that special bond like Angie has with her dogs, but they're not going <laughs> to be like, hey mom, I just want you to know I would love to like volunteer at the animal show. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to. Yeah. So I think that's really, I think that's just something to keep in mind. You don't know your kid is not you. You don't know what they're going to be involved in. But if they hear you mocking people who are really excited about something, they're probably mm-hmm. not going to come to you. And they're probably going to hide that away. I think that's the moral of the story here is set the example for your kids. And like you said, we clap for our friends. Make sure you're surrounded by people who are the same way, who are, I love to be surrounded by people who are like passionate, like mm-hmm. you, you, like talking to you is so fun because you're all, you're really engaged <laughs> in your garden and the things you do, like it's invigorating. It, it feels so I don't know. Oh, like, I feel alive. the same about you, Angie. I do. I watch your Instagram. If you guys don't follow Angie on Instagram, go on at Angela Grams. Angie talks with her hands. She, You're a teacher, right? And so that's uh, like, is that what it comes yes. from or have you always VIP done that? teaching. Yes, that's what so it comes from. So <laughs> Angie did YouTube videos yesterday and they're mesmerizing because she's so engaged. Like she's fully there. When Angie's there, she's fully there and it's just mesmerizing. Angie like yeah. makes me excited about just all the things. Angie makes me feel like I can do things. Like Angie's like, yeah, you can. Like you do that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Angie said so. Yes, I can. 
But Malin too. Like I, I told Malin, Malin had a really bad day last week, and I didn't know about that. <laughs> but I woke up in the morning way too early, and also maybe I already talked about this. And also had a like the morning started off rough, and then I literally like got from my bed to the bathroom and looked in the mirror and just thought, "Mom charm, mom charm." If I can turn it on for like a random person who knocks on the door and I want to appear like, "Oh hey, how's it going?" Then I can turn it on for my kids for the next thirty minutes before they go to school, and that's like mm-hmm. totally a Malin. Like Malin advocates for that, and then later <laughs> in the day we were talking and she had like a really bad morning and I was like but you inspired me to have a good morning like you totally like you got this and I don't know just I hope you have friends like Malin and I have each other and a lot of our other friends who are just you know good women who struggle but tell you you can do it and have their things and and you just feel alive with them because they're living their best life I mean yeah I could do better but I just you know what I mean like have friends who are doing things and not just talking about people who do things, you know? Yeah, exactly. Surround yourself with the kind of people that you want to be. Like, I, I don't know you, as the older I get, the more I realize that (laughs) friendships, you, you can't just be friends with everyone and you shouldn't give your time and energy to everybody. Not everybody's deserving of it. Seriously. Yeah. Completely agree. Well, on that note, I think, Go throughout your week and have a better man. Go read the Ish book. That book is all about this, about the kid who was drawing, but then he got mocked, and then he stopped drawing, and then his little sister came, like he went into his sister's room, and she had his drawings all over the wall, and then he realized he does love it, and it doesn't matter, you know. I just think go throughout your week and catch yourself if you catch yourself mocking people for the, their innocent things that make them happy. And then don't be afraid. Set the example for the rest of the world. Do what makes you happy. Don't worry about what other people say. Be surround yourself with people who give you life. And man, that's such a big part of having a happy life, I think. Or a betterish life. (laughs) Perfect. I love it, Angie. Thanks, you guys, for listening. And we'll chat with you next week. Bye. Guys, thank you so much for being here. We truly consider you part of our Betterish gang. We would love to hear your thoughts about this week's episode. So email us at betterish.podcast at gmail.com or message and tag us on Instagram at betterish.podcast. And if you like what you heard, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes and make it real good because we might just share it here on our next episode and bonus points if you share the Betterish podcast with all your friends.